Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. Uh, today I want to talk to you about some of the experiences I've had over the last couple of weeks. And I know it's been a while and you haven't heard from me recently and that's because life is a thing. So I can tell you honestly that Sunday was some of the worst panic attack anxiety stuff I think I've dealt with in months, like to the point where I had to take some medication for it. Super, super grateful for all the amazing scientists that helped uh, get the chemistry of those medications properly done and the people who've been advising me along the way so I can make sure that I'm taking what is appropriate and safe and uh, really great blessings. I, so even though Sunday was rough, life is not bad and Sunday wasn't so bad that I'm, you know, concerned about moving forward. I just had to work through those challenges and those moments. Uh, one of the things my, my counselor did say to me this week, we've only been able to meet over email because my schedule's changing with the move. I'm currently in Arkansas. Yes, coming to you just west of the Bentonville West High School is our, our new home and this great opportunity to be able to uh, record and live in this neighborhood. I've had some amazing neighbors. So they put in sod like the day after we bought this house. And uh, if you've ever put in sod before, you know it needs to stay wet. And so our neighbor watered our lawn for us. And without a sprinkler system, that means she had to move the sprinkler every 30 minutes you know, and it takes a couple hours to get the whole yard done. And she went ahead and did that. So Haley's just amazing. And we're super grateful to be here. She's also been a great uh, friend, mentor to my daughter. Uh, so Michael is here with us and she's doing great. Uh, first couple of days, she kind of hunkered down and got all mopey and depressed because she wasn't able to engage with others. And well, the neighborhood kids saw to it that that didn't last very long. And she is now staying out late into the evenings and baking cookies and doing lots of different things and in this environment she finds herself as the older girl in the situation right she's going into high school a lot of the other kids that she's with are younger than her and in either elementary or middle school I think is what they call it now my kids make fun of me when I say junior high so I think it's middle school is the way we say that now Super grateful to be here. But on my way to getting here and on my way to getting to recording this episode, we went to St. George, Utah for a family reunion. And family reunions are great. Like this one in particular was really neat because we got an Airbnb that had lots of rooms and all of the rooms had a uh, bathroom attached to them, which meant that each family could have kind of their own bathroom for them to manage, you know, uh, who is taking showers and getting ready and that sort of stuff. And so obviously with a family of six, right, there are people who, uh, you know, wanted to get in there at the same time it was being used for something else still worked out pretty well. So uh, we're at this place down in St. George and, and one of the things I do is I grab whoever wants to go early in the morning before it gets too hot, head up into the Snow Canyon State Park uh, right near where we were staying at in Ivins and uh, do a bit of hiking, you know, check some things out. So we hiked for a bit and then went and saw a lava tube where a volcano had been, which was super cool because I didn't realize that there was volcanic activity in that part of the country back in the day, of course, like thousands upon thousands of years ago. Uh, but it was neat to see. And then after we did that, we, we started driving back and we stopped at a couple of the stops along the way. And so we stop in the Slot Canyon 
And so we get into the Slot Canyon, and there's a whole bunch of families there. It's a really, really simple hike. It's not even really a hike. It's like get out of the car, walk, you know, maybe 100 meters, and then you're in this neat Slot Canyon. And, you know, the Slot Canyon is created by water erosion, and so as the sandstone was worn out, there's different, like, uh, scoops out of the rocks. You can climb up into them, that sort of thing. And so, you know, there are families in there and doing their own reunions and other stuff like that. And there was, uh, you know, one family that was sitting on the shelf in the slot canyon and they got their photo taken by somebody else that was there and then everybody needed to jump down and move on. So the dad jumps down, the mom jumps down, you know, the siblings jump down and this one girl is there and she decided she wanted to come down a different way. So she goes to where the canyon wall is more steep and then she's stuck there. She's the canyon wall is so steep that she needs to find a foothold. Dad's already down on the ground on the canyon floor. She's up a little ways and she's getting anxious because she can't see her foothold. And her dad stands there and says something that has stuck with me since. And he says, I need you to trust what I can see, not what you can see. I need you to trust what I can see not what you can see. And you know, that phrase really just sunk home with me because I'm dealing with, as I acknowledge openly, you know, mental health challenges and I'm dealing with all kinds of things and we all deal with all kinds of things. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. And when we're dealing with the parts of our life that are our weaknesses, one of the things that we can do is we can trust others who can see the things that we can't see. Are we willing to trust them, right? Are we willing to trust them? And I think, you know, one of the greatest aspects of this is the gospel lesson that comes from trusting God in helping you navigate the situations that you're in in life. And so one of the things that I've been questioning now that we're here in Arkansas, and it feels very permanent, is was this the right choice? And it's interesting because it could be the right choice and still have challenges. It could be the wrong choice and feel easy. So how can I help myself feel that this is the right choice? And once again, I turn back to, you know, the promptings I received that said that this was the place to be and where to go. And so this is the right choice. Some things will be easy and some things will have challenges, but it's the right choice. I need to trust those And I need to trust the Lord who can see the things that I can't see. And so this week at work, I've been trying to long checklist, lots of stuff to get done, done, right? And uh, hasn't always been easy for me to do. And so at some point this week, I once again remembered that I needed to settle down and focus on making each engagement I make with others meaningful. And just by doing that, the checklist I'm working on is getting done. Uh, The people I'm working with are more responsive and more empowered to take care of the things that they need to take care of. And life is getting better because I paused and I trusted in those that had a better vision of what things uh, are around me and where I'm at than I can. So I hope that you find friends, mentors, and God being able to help share what they can see with you. And I hope that you trust them. I hope that you trust them in everything. 
And I also hope that in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? 